Hi pretty people, welcome back to the world through her eyes. In today's episode, I will be reviewing a movie, a book and sharing with you all a couple of my favorite songs. So given our present situation of being stuck at home yet again, movies, books and music are the only things keeping me entertained. And so I thought that it would be cool to speak to all of y'all about the same because you might even get a couple recommendations from this episode. provided that my reviews are as spectacular as i hope them to be so last year i came across this movie called coach carter on netflix and i clicked on this movie cuz at the time i was completely obsessed with channing tatum you know that actor who is oh so charming goofy and absolutely gorgeous the one from she's the man step up the wow dear john and plenty other movies Yeah, I think I fan girl enough. Little did I know that Coach Carter was actually based on a true story about an extraordinary basketball coach, Ken Carter and his team, the Richmond High Oilers. So let me share with you some of my favorite highlights from the movie. Firstly, Coach Carter was played by none other than Samuel Jackson, one of the most legendary actors in my opinion, and just this makes the movie a must-watch by itself. Coach Carter felt that this team, despite having great skills, all of the players lacked a sense of discipline. The coach himself was a principal man who believed that he could make a difference in the lives of the mostly poor African Americans on the team. Coach Carter was determined not only to achieve a great basketball team but also insisted on academic progress as he wanted all of his players to have a future beyond basketball. He slowly changed all of those disrespectful boys into disciplined men with a great winning streak for the entire basketball season. However, when the team failed to hold up their side of the contract to which they were bound at the beginning, he benched the entire team and they sat out many games. This was opposed by many parents and other members of society, but he refused to give in as he believed that people must understand the importance of education. He took a stand that no one else would have been willing to take. and i commend him for that and the concept of a student athlete was brought into focus by him where student comes before athlete the film is also very frank about the kinds of violence inner city neighborhoods are subjected to in america coach carter is also against racism another topic that is greatly highlighted through his worthwhile discussion that he has with his players so he addresses the term nigger as an offensive word that was used by white men to insult his ancestors and also he argues whether it was appropriate for african americans to use that word that would make them angry if used by a white american man The love and respect that he inculcates within his team is a most heartwarming aspect of the film. I will not reveal the ending of the movie, but I will tell you this. Coach Ken Carter definitely left a mark on the lives of all of his team players and on me as well. This is an extremely underrated movie that requires so much more recognition. 
from the cast and script to the soundtrack, I can say that this movie is a favorite in my eyes. And I'll assure you that if you watch it too, you'll carry this story along with you. Now let's talk about music. So let me give you my top five for this week. So there is Can I Have This Dance from High School Musical 3. God, this was like the best Disney movie ever. I don't know, it just brings about this amazing feeling when I listen to this song. Maybe it's just because, I don't know, Troy and Gabriella have been my favorite HSM couple. Then we have At My Worst by Pink Sweats. Then uh, Kiss Me More by Doja Cat and Cesar. Um, Personally, Doja Cat is just a legend. I mean, come on, how can you not love any of her songs? Then we have Come On Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runners. This is a great song. It's so like, it just gets you in the groove, you know. It's a very upbeat song. And last we have Super Trooper by ABBA. Now, this one is mine and my sister's ultimate jam. Like, whenever this starts, we just grab a hairbrush and put on a performance that will even challenge Donna and the Dynamos. For real. So maybe you could check out these songs if you haven't heard them. I mean, this is my top five for this week. Next week it will change. But yeah, currently I'm totally obsessed with this music. So now for the book review. Uh, I'm sure many of you must have heard of the movie Me Before You, starring the handsome Sam Claflin and Amelia Clark. Uh, but just like all of the other books turn into movies, this movie does not do any justice to the book. So it's written by Jojo Moyes, and I'd say this book is a deeply emotional one. So, there are basically two main characters, Louisa Clark and William Trainer, who is better known as Will Trainer throughout the book. So, it is this classic opposites attract romance between two completely different individuals living in England. Now, Louisa Clark is on the hunt for a job after losing her long-term job at a cafe and the trainers are in search of a caregiver for Will, who is quadriplegic. So the author has also shown very distinctly how socially different their families are. The trainers being the sophisticated, prim and proper rich, whereas the Clarks are your basic middle class, happy-go-lucky family. So finally, Lou, that is Louisa's nickname, uh, she lands a job and unfortunately her cheerful and jolly nature is met coldly by Will. It takes quite some time for them to warm up to each other and initially they don't get along at all. But gradually you'll see that their witty jokes and the way that they open up to each other is just so very special. Will being a quad after an accident seemed to have lost a whole part of himself and so he's buried in sorrow and unhappiness. Whereas Louisa, who has a whole life ahead of her, doesn't seem to be living it up to the fullest, according to Will. So Will brings a whole new perspective into Louisa's life and Lou manages to brighten him up and loves him in a way she never thought was possible. However, I was eventually met with a bit of a tragedy at the end of the book, right when love actually began blossoming between the two of them. Will takes a decision and he's hell-bent on going through with it 
and left me questioning whether Louisa's love for him would deter him from going forth with his plan or not. I also particularly liked the relationship between Louisa and her younger sister Trina, and my heart absolutely ached for Mrs. Camilla Trainer, who is Will's mum, whose entire life actually seemed to depend on her son. Another thing I really liked is how the author made sure that the characters respected each other's decisions, even if one may not agree with the decision being taken by the other. Like you will surely find a tear or two rolling down your cheek while reading this book. Um, I did. <laughs> Currently, I'm reading the sequel to me before you, but I gotta say that the first one still stands to be my favorite. I would like to end this episode by addressing a current world issue that is the Israel-Palestine conflict. By now, we all know that this conflict is not a religious one, nor is it a fight over Muslim and Jewish land. It is actually a human rights issue. I just cannot imagine what it would feel like to be evicted from my own home under the pretense of ethnic cleansing. The eviction of hundreds in Sheikh Jarrah in Jerusalem, the attack of Masjid Al-Aqsa during the night prayer in the holy month of Ramadan, it just breaks my heart. We must all choose to be on the right side of this battle and pledge our support to the Palestinians. So that is all for this podcast. I hope you all are all safe and taking care of yourselves. Um thank you for listening. I hope you're back for the next episode. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.